welcome to the Fast Messy Action Podcast with me, Camille Plews. I'm here to help business owners to have more freedom in all areas of their business, to have location independence and more family time. Here you'll find a blend of energetics, strategy and mindset with lots of stories and tips and tricks to help you grow your dream business while having lots of fun and actually getting stuff done, no matter what your commitments are outside of this business or how crazy your family life is. This is all about taking fast, messy, purpose-driven action to build your dream business and life. Welcome! Today's episode is all about the one non-negotiable thing I do every week, which has enabled me to leap forward and grow a multi-six-figure business despite the other commitments I've got going on outside of this. Before I get into this episode, I very briefly want to let you know that I am going to be talking a little bit about the death of a close family member. So if this is something that you're going through right now and maybe it's hard to listen to, then you may want to switch off and come back and listen to this episode in the future. But it's important that I talk about this because it's moulded me into who I am today and it's given me the perspective on life where I get stuff done quickly and I just do the thing anyway because who knows, you could be dead tomorrow and I know that sounds morbid but there is a positive outlook on this because who knows how much time we've got left. So what I'm sharing today briefly starts with a negative, but it is important that I share this with you. So when I was six and a half years old, my brother died of a brain tumour. He was eight at the time and it was so hard for our family and our whole world turned upside down. I was only young and my sister was a year older than me, but we also lost my brother Daniel as well. He died before I was born. So my parents lost two sons and there was me and my sister left. And I remember people would say to my parents all the time, like, how do you cope with that? How on earth do you cope with losing two children? And I always remember what their answer was to that question. They would always say, well, we've got two daughters. We need to keep going for them. And we all pulled together as a family and our parents always wanted what's best for us. We had lots of holidays. We had a happy childhood that took us to various different places. Um, I remember going to Butlins a lot when we were little. And for those of you who aren't in the UK, Butlins is basically like, it's like a holiday camp. But it is so much fun for children. Children love places like Butlins and we used to absolutely love it. And the perspective that my parents had on life was to make the most of everything. And... I know that when people have bad things like this happen to them, when people lose family members, there's two ways that you can go. You can either go down the route of the world's a nasty place, everything's worthless, life is worthless and all of that, or you can go the other way where you think, you know what, we are on this planet for a very short time. Life is short and who knows how much time we have. So make the most of everything. And this is the exact perspective that my parents have. And it's also the perspective that I have as well. And I know that my business has grown and happened quickly because I saw how short life can be. Because life is short. Nobody knows how much time we have. In a few years, we're not going to be here. So we don't have time to worry about the small things the tiny things that can happen in life and our business. Take, for example, you may make a mistake in an email. This happened to one of my clients last year. She said to me, Camille, I've sent out the wrong link in an email. Oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. 
And I said to her, I've done that so many times. Honestly, it's tiny. Don't even worry about it. Because a lot of the time people will make things into a huge thing when really it's tiny. Wrong links and emails, punctuation errors in captions, all of that kind of thing. I've done it all and it is tiny. And one of the things that I always say is if it's not going to matter tomorrow or next week, then don't worry about it now. You always have to look at the big picture. This isn't a drill. Like your life is not a drill. This is real. This is your life. And whenever something does happen in your business, say, for example, if you did send out a wrong link in an email or you did link up a wrong offer or something happened with a launch or whatever it may be, always think this. No one died. No one died. It's okay. Nothing is ever going to be as scary as death. And when you look at everything from that angle and that perspective, it just makes you do it anyway. And if you think, wow, I could get ill and I might not be here in a few short years from now. Am I still going to keep living life the same as it is now? Or does something need to change? How can I live my best life ever right now? And then just do it. Just do it. Do it. And yes, it might be scary because when you are doing things that you haven't done before, it's going to be scary no matter what it is, whether you are moving abroad to live life in a different country, whether you are getting married, whether you are having kids, whether you are growing a business. Yes, it's going to be scary because you're going into the unknown. But if it's something that you really want to do, if it's something that you feel called to doing and it is pulling at your heartstrings, then do it. Decide and do it. Don't stay stuck. No pondering, no waiting energy. Just do it. And think to yourself, I'm going all in because I want the best out of this life. I want the very best life possible. I don't want to be stuck in a job that I hate forever. I don't want to miss the kids growing up because I'm always at work. I'm going to do something about it. Life is too short. And when you start doing it, growing your business, just know that the fear will always try and hold you back. Remember in the last episode when we talked about the mind monkeys, you have to push past the mind monkeys and tell them to shut up. And always remember that if you can replace fear with love, these two feelings cannot coexist. This is scientifically proven. So if you can bring more love into your day, gratitude, and this sounds a little bit cliche, and I was really sceptical about this at first, but I do write down three things that I'm grateful for every day. I do this every day because it fills your world full of love. And when you can fill your world full of love and you feel grateful for the things that are in your life, then fear cannot exist. You'll push past the fear so much easier. So just do it no matter what happens along the way. You're still going to be here. You're still going to be alive. And if you are committed to making it work, no matter what, then you will succeed you will. It's inevitable. And I've got a question for you now. And again, this might sound a little bit morbid, but I promise it's not. But if you had a year left to live, what would you do? And also, if you really want to do something and you know for certain it'll be a success, what would that thing be? You may need to take time to think about it, or you might already know the answer straight away. And if you're not already doing it yet, what are you waiting for? If it's the fear holding you back, like it is for most people, just know this. My first business wasn't perfect at all. 
So I moved on to another. And then I grew to hate that business. So I moved on to another. I didn't go back into corporate. I kept on moving forwards, finding the right solution for me. A solution that I wanted, a solution that worked. And this is exactly what I'm doing now. I love my business that I have now, but it took me a while to get here. It took many failures. And just look at Elon Musk as well. I always use Elon as an example because he has failed so many times, not just with one business, but with multiple. So with SpaceX, for example, he only had enough money for three attempts to put a rocket into outer space. The first rocket he put out there, it blew up. So they gathered all of the data, they learned the reasons why it might have blown up, made some adjustments, and then put money into the second rocket. This rocket did a little bit better, but it still blew up. So again, they took the data, learned from what happened, learned why it exploded, and then they launched the third and final rocket. And what happened? It blew up. And then at first, Elon thought, well, that's it. There's no money left. There's no money left for a fourth rocket. But he got really scrappy. He went around and he asked loads of investors for handouts. He knew what was wrong with rockets one, two and three. And they had the solution because they learned from the failures. They learned what went wrong. And they knew that if they could just have a little bit more money, they could put another rocket up in the air. So they just about scraped enough money together from various investors. And the fourth rocket went up. It went right up into space and it was a success. The fourth rocket worked and I failed so many times, not on as grand a scale as Elon, but I've started businesses that failed. I grew a business that I hated. I've put offers out into the world and nobody joined. I've created offers and enrolled people and then shut them down afterwards because they felt so out of alignment for me. But I wouldn't have known had I not tried. And this is the thing, you don't know until you try. You just have to trust your intuition and go with it and do it quickly before the mind monkeys get involved. And here's a quote from Elon Musk. He says, if you are not failing often, then you're not trying hard enough. And this is so true. And also, see failures as lessons. I choose not to see them as failures. There's only lessons to be learned in every failure. So now let's get into the one non-negotiable thing that I do every week, which has made me leap forward to grow a multiple six-figure business despite the other commitments that I have going on. It's easy to get caught up in the daily to-do lists and the doing, 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 the things that need doing every day. And it can seem like you're wading through mud and you're not getting anywhere fast. And I totally get it. And it's hard to see the wood for the trees when you're so in it, when you're in the thick of it. So you need to get out of the doing often. You need to zoom out. Stay with me here and visualise this. Imagine you are sitting on a chair or a sofa in your home. I want you to zoom out so that you can see yourself sitting in that chair. Then I want you to zoom out of your house so you can see your house in the street. Then I want you to zoom out again so you can see your whole town and your region and all the people rushing about in their cars, living busy lives. And you're probably thinking, where on earth are all these people going? <laughs> but stay with me. Then zoom out again and you can see the earth. Zoom out again. You can see the solar system. Zoom out again. You can see the whole Milky Way. Zoom out again. You can see the universe. 
And then I want you to imagine how tiny you are. This tiny speck of dust on a tiny revolving planet that's spinning round and round super fast in the whole universe. And then I want you to think about this problem that you had, this typo in your message, this error in your email, and think, you know what? How tiny was that problem, really? How tiny was it? Because when you look at it on that perspective, from a universal perspective, it is minute. And it also puts everything into perspective too. That fail launch that you possibly had. And by the way, like I said earlier, there's no such thing as a fail launch. And in the next episode, I'm going to be talking to you about what to do if a launch fails and the things to look out for, such as the numbers, the statistics and the things to pay attention to to improve for next time. But when you zoom out and you see how minute you are, the chances of us even existing are trillions to one. So what are you doing with this amazing gift of life, this miracle that you have? Is it being wasted on... I wish I could do this. What if I could do this? And just waiting for something amazing to happen when you are the one that needs to take action. Or are you taking action? Are you living life to its fullest every day, doing what you love? I want you to think about that today. So like I've just mentioned, in the next episode, I'm going to be getting into a little bit of launch strategy and what to look out for when you are launching, whether you've launched or not. So if you have launched and your launch didn't quite go to plan, this episode will really help you to know what it is that you need to look out for, the numbers, the statistics and various different metrics so that you know you can improve for next time. Or if you haven't launched yet, this again is going to be really, really helpful to you. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and we'll see you in the next episode.